Hi, and welcome back to Divorce Confessional. I'm your host, Claire Birchwood. Um, Today, I really just want to pick apart the idea that abuse is an anger problem. So if that interests you, um, keep listening. So what I mean when I say abuse isn't an anger problem, I get reminded of the past few years, I went to the theater to see a show with my friends, and it's Waitress, Um, it's a musical, and it was a really good musical, Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the musical part of it, however, the takeaway for me was less than happy, it was less than, um, I guess, clean. It's about this woman who's in a marriage, and um, he's abusive, but he's abusive only when he drinks, and her coming out of it at the end, she's like, "Um, I'm, you know, we're done, I'm divorcing you, although she just had a baby with him, and her friend offers to let her stay with them. And then we flash forward to five, six years in the future where she's doing great. And that's the ending. And going through a divorce, especially with a kid and looking back, I'm like, oh my God, this was a recent, you know, addition to the theater world. And here we are still perpetuating the myth that not only is abuse and anger problem, but it's based on something, you know, whenever he drank too much, that was the cause of the abuse. Um perpetuated the myth that you know it is going to be that easy that she's just going to get her life back and you know gloss over what happens you know to to have a show end at such a a place where you know she just had a baby with her abuser and she's going to divorce him and then to fast forward to six years you know that's really disheartening to me and like I bit my tongue because I really enjoyed the show, but, you know, there was a huge but for me I couldn't get over. And whenever I think about, you know, explaining abuse to someone, I keep going back to that thought that six years just glazed over, and I feel like that's how we as a society handle divorce. That's how we handle abuse. It's kind of something that's not shown. It's not talked about. It's not, you know, really... Unless it's funny, you know, then we have divorce court or then we have, you know, whatever you want to put in there. But on average, you know, it's not something that we talk about. And I really want that to end. I really want that stigma against divorce to end. I want it to be an open conversation, not only for ourselves, but for our children. Um, you know, just to engage with people engage with your kids, engage with other young people you know, if you're around my age, let's just talk about it. Um, which brings me back to my main point for this whole thing. It's abuse isn't an anger problem. And when I first started reading up and recognizing abuse in my own life, 
I was struck by this. I don't remember who brought it up to me. I think it was a a counselor, you know, just verifying that, yes, he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. And, you know, this is abuse. I can't sugarcoat it anymore. You know, what's going on in my relationship? And it comes back to this idea that it's not an anger problem. You know, everyone gets angry. Everyone gets hurt. Hurt people hurt people. That's not what abuse is. Because hurt people might lash out, might hurt others, but they do it in a way where they're reacting out of the pain. They're not trying you know, in, in that moment, you're not manipulating or conniving or thinking of ways, you know, that this won't be construed as abuse. You know, you're just you're just reacting. And I think it's very, very different. It's a very important distinction to make that, you know, abuse is calculated. And from my perspective, from a woman's perspective, you know, they know what to say. They know just how far to push you to the point that, you know, if you if you recognize it as abuse, if you start thinking of it as abuse, that you're going to second guess yourself because it's not, you know, the abuse that we think of. It's not always, you know, a black eye. It's it might be picking you up and shaking you. To, to the point where you don't have any bruises. You know, there is a calculation that is made when someone abuses you. You know, if it's if it's phys- physical or sexual, you know, they're, they're thinking who's around, who could witness this. You know, there is some kind of higher thinking going on in that person when they are choosing to abuse. And the same goes for verbal. You know, if someone's really tearing you down and calling you names, they're not going to do it in front of, you know, your grandma. This is something that they can control, and they absolutely know when they're doing it. So my biggest takeaway is this. I don't think abuse is an anger problem. I think it's a character problem. I think that, you know... So many people assume that they can avoid divorce by thinking it's an anger problem. Like, well, he, the person I'm marrying isn't angry. The person I'm marrying, you know, has never done that to me before. Um, I don't think they ever would. Like, I'm sure they never would. And I feel like a lot of people, maybe it's me reading into it. Um, but a lot of people just talk to me personally and when they do talk about the divorce thing, quote unquote, which is almost always their wording, you know, they're kind of listening, kind of listening with intent to avoid my situation. And I hate that, you know, when you're talking to someone and you know that they're thinking to themselves of their problems and their relationships and how it would affect them if they were going through what you were going through and, you know, try and trying to relate to you, they're being very unfeeling and not very empathetic because, you know, they're thinking of themselves. But that's my pet peeve. Um, 
I feel like when you realize that abuse is a character problem, it makes abuse more accessible. It makes it, you know, something that we have to talk about as a society, as a culture, you know, as women. There is no way to safeguard yourself against abuse except to be on the offensive, really. You know, to be constantly evaluating and looking at your life and looking at the people you let into your life. And also, you know, if that relationship is close enough with another person, like a significant other, taking a look at what influences they let into their life as well. Because at some point, you know, all abuse, I think, just trickles down to, you know, someone thought this was okay, and they did it. You know, that's not anger. That's not something they can't control. It's a character choice. It's a character flaw. And when we don't, you know, look at our lives and look at, you know, the influences we're getting and the people we're hanging out with, it can leave us with a really, you know, passive view on life. And when that happens, I feel like we're open to being in bad relationships. We're open to not speaking of ourselves with love and caring. And that opens us up to, you know, people who are attracted to that. You know, people who will exploit that and the the hurt that you feel and, you know, choose to abuse you. And I'm not saying it's your fault at all. I'm just saying it's like the difference between me and what I've gone through and someone who got married when we did and is still married. You know, I want that line between us to be very, very see-through. I want it to be almost non-existent because the only difference is I saw when my relationship went unhealthy and I decided to leave. That's it. You know, I couldn't have foreseen this. I couldn't have changed it. I couldn't have, you know, done anything differently except stay in it. But I really feel like, you know, what makes a a marriage good, my view on that now, having been married and now being single again is very different from my viewpoint when I first got married, which was honestly ignorant. It's like, this is never going to happen to me. He would never do that. Just stuff that nobody thinks about if they've never experienced, you know, any kind of abuse before. So let me know your thoughts. I mean, I know this is kind of a lot to process and I've been processing it for probably a year or two, but what do you think? Like, when we view abuse as a character problem instead of an anger problem, what kind of conversation do you think we could have about it, you know, as a as a whole? So I'll leave you guys with that, but thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys next time.